Hey everyone, I'm Jonathan Grzbowski, and this is a Blind Entrepreneurship bonus episode sponsored by Penji, a podcast that helps entrepreneurs and business professionals execute their vision to profitability. This week's episode, we are talking about getting the job you've always wanted. You might think it's weird for me, a serial entrepreneur, to tell you all how to get a job, but there's a real story and lesson here that's worth sharing. Maybe it's just me and my inner circle, but entrepreneurship is this like cool, hip thing to do. It's cool to be an entrepreneur nowadays when it wasn't always the case. Uh, people like to brag about the, the money that they make, the car that they drive, the vacation that they're on. We are obsessed with this life where we have to share every waking moment of our lives in order to be relevant, specifically on social media. Many people also believe that in order to make any sort of impact on this earth, you have to quit your job or drop out of college to be someone important. I'd like to tell you now that entrepreneurship isn't for everybody. It's dark, extremely dark. It's also extremely lonely. The highs are really high and the lows are extremely freaking low where you contemplate life the meaning of life, the purpose of life, and everything else in between. And and I'm serious. If you're going into this world of entrepreneurship, get ready for the ride of your life. As dangerous and as scary as it could be, it's kind of like this beautiful disaster, as weirdly as it sounds. Because no matter what happens along the way, you know that you're going to come out stronger. You're going to be a better person because of it. So... That's not necessarily a selling point, but in my opinion, I I could just say that entrepreneurship isn't for everybody. And I personally believe that there's this thing that's inside you that gravitates you to this lifestyle. So I don't think it's something that can be taught. It's definitely a gift and a curse to some degree at at the same time. But to those of you who aren't there just yet, who aren't entrepreneurial, who haven't taken that leap... I have to say that one of the best ways to learn about business and entrepreneurship is to specifically work for a company that is relevant to the idea or to the business that you want to one day open. Um, Or if you want to learn about business, you can work for a startup like ours. You truly get to see the ins and outs of a company by working closely with the entrepreneur or with the company or the idea that you inevitably have there's a lot of beauty in that and a lot of sorrow in that because by working with an entrepreneur you're able to see inside to some degree that person's mind so the reason why I wanted to share this story is because the other day a friend of mine came up to me and was talking about how much they're starting to hate their job now I'm probably one of the worst people to talk about this topic with because I'm a person who absolutely loves their job. In fact, I openly talk about how more people need to love their job. And if you don't, you need to find a way out of that job and find something else that challenges you to make you happy. It's a conversation that I have often with other people and have even had with this particular person prior to this conversation and both privately we've had it and in group public forums we've had conversations like this too about purpose and uh, being happy at your job etc 
but anyways, <clears throat> so for months, uh, I told this person about this company that I'm not going to say what, who it is or what it is on air, but I knew this person would be a perfect fit for this job role for this, this specific company. The person is self-motivated, they have a great personality, and they fit perfectly into most company culture settings. So so the universe is aligned, and we had a conversation where this person was going to an event. I, too, was going to an event. It just so happened that the person that was throwing the event uh, was the exact company that this person was trying to go after and get a job, uh, get a job with. So I told this person specifically that if you want to get this job, you have to come to this event. Bring a resume and bring a smile. Business owners love this level of dedication. So this person did exactly just that. They went up specifically to the CEO. They did the research and knew who the CEO was. They also knew the marketing manager's names and said, hey, so-and-so, I applied for this job. I want this job. Can you point me to the direction of who the marketing manager is? Because I have a resume. I'd like to give it to that person here in live and in person. So if you're a CEO, why wouldn't you be impressed by that? You know? And so the conversation happened. The person met the marketing manager and the CEO. They shook hands. They exchanged numbers. They exchanged emails, etc. A few weeks later, that person has now had an interview. And I'm almost positive at some point in time, they will get the job. But regardless of whether or not the job is acquired, that's not necessarily the point. The point is that this person went out of their comfort zone to grab onto something that they knew that they want and they know that they deserve. So as a society, we get extremely complacent and just kind of mosey along by without living the life that you know you deserve. So after the event, we went home and this person dropped me off at my apartment. And in the car, we had about a 30 to 40 minute conversation about life, jobs, and how to get the job that you want. And I'd like to share with you what came out of that conversation. Now, full disclaimer, this is an employer speaking, so Literally, I'm telling you how you could get a job within a company like Penji or any job of your choosing if you so choose. It may not work for everybody, so I do have to say that as another disclaimer, but if you prove that you care and that you're invested, why wouldn't somebody want to at least bring you in for an interview? Number one, the research. At Penji, we get a ton of inquiries from potential job applicants and I'm always baffled by how applicants send their initial cold email asking for a job. Um, At times they're sent with no specification or no customization at all. It's just a cold email, something that says, hi, I saw that you applied for this job. Here's my resume. Please consider me. You are literally in a huge world filled with people who are way more qualified than you will ever be. So think of it this way. If you were to be in a pile of, say, 100 people and all of the resumes are there sitting on the desk, how confident are you that your resume is going to be picked out of the 100 resumes on this table? 
you're listening to this podcast right now, so you clearly want a better life for yourself, right? So just go that extra mile. And when I say research, I mean real, real research to the point where it's partially creepy, but totally professional, totally professional. So let's make that very clear. So here's a quick breakdown of the process that you could use in order to obtain this research. So number one, you have to find the job that you want and for the company you want to work for. And in this situation, let's just assume that you already know that. Use websites like LinkedIn to find the contact of the person that you know is the hiring manager or the CEO or whoever it is that you believe you need to talk to. Find the person you believe that may be doing all the hiring and then you could use one of two of these scenarios. And again, one of them is a little bit more aggressive. That could become off a little bit desperate or weird. I personally don't think so. Uh, the other one is a little bit more direct to the point. So number one is find the person's email using a website called hunter.io. And it's going to be in the show notes, but it's hunter.io. The second one is this, or excuse me, the the following step is to send an email to that person that isn't one bit about you and 100% about them. So here's an email script that I put together if I were to apply for you know a job. And so, hey, name this. Now, the first line needs to be specific to the point where they know that you did the research on them and, and, and et cetera. So, so here, just hear me out for the first one. Hey, name, notice you're a huge 76ers fan. Me too. Did you see Jimmy Butler's game-winning shot the other day? Amazing, right? Now that's you know somebody. If if you were to send me an email, that's something that I would want to see because I'm a huge 76ers fan. So why wouldn't you want to write about something that you know the person is actually a huge fan of? The second sentence or paragraph would be: Notice you've worked with insert name of the company for a few years now. I'm currently exploring new options and wanted to know what it's like to work for a company like yours. What has your experience been thus far at so-and-so company? Now, it's a very basic, it's not the most perfect email, but you can kind of get the idea. You can run with it yourself if you so choose. Uh, the second way is find the company's address on Google and send a thoughtful and inexpensive gift to the person that you think is in charge of hiring. Now, I've recommended this idea to my brother, actually, and it worked incredibly well. So here's what uh, he did after what I basically just said to you. Send a gift, be thoughtful, make it known that you want this job. So he wrote a letter asking for basically a, a job interview, signed it, gave all the specifications, included his resume, and even included a baseball cap from the prospective hiring manager's favorite baseball team. And the letter ended with something like this. I hope this hat allows me to get my foot in the door and at the very at the very least proves to you that I care about your company and I want to be a part of something great. I mean, when you hear that, it's holy crap is that powerful. Why wouldn't that person at least get a phone call to number one, say thank you? And number two, why wouldn't that person introduce you to the person that is actually the hiring manager? That's it's just a no it's just that extra step that we all know that we could take, but you just have to think outside the box. Number two is have a well thought out a thought out story and be prepared. Now, this sounds extremely basic, but like everything else in this world, it, it isn't. So in this scenario, 
I recommend having one general story that applies to multiple situations, a story that is real and a story that is strong. A question that is usually asked by most hiring managers are, tell me about a time where you were in a negative situation and how did you overcome it? And then B would be, tell me about a time where you've shined and what was the outcome about that positive experience? So a negative and a positive, so to speak. Now, they want to hear how you handle stress. They want to hear how you overcome objections and how you're a team player. I personally believe that if you were to share one story, one strong story, that story can apply to multiple scenarios. You just have to be a little bit good at BSing, but for the most part, you should be able to use that one story in order to basically direct the answers the way that you want them to be. And and I think, in, in my opinion, where most candidates lose their confidence is in an interview is the lack of preparation and possibility of looking weak. You have to find a story that's relatable, especially to the company that you're prospectively hiring for uh, or, or going after in order to get a job from. Prepare your answer ahead of time. Be honest, be strong, and be confident. You live the story, so you, you kind of just have to remind yourself of how it applies to these particular situations and the questions that are asked. The final thing is all about the follow-up. It's literally in, in life it's about the follow-up, in business it's about the follow-up. So as the interview concludes, send a thank you email, write a handwritten thank you card. It's the small things, people. You, you have to think about the small things. Act like you want this job and not just a job. These pillars are to help you get the job that you want, and they could be aggressive, um, so it definitely applies to certain types of personalities. It may not work for everybody, but if you're looking for a new job and want to learn from another entrepreneur before you make that leap of faith, then I'm confident that these steps will help you out. As always, please reach out at any time if you have questions at hello at penji.co or connect with me directly on social media. Uh, all the links will be in the show notes below, so you can go check it out there. And you don't want to miss next week's episode where we are talking about an airplane story uh, where I went on an airplane and uh, had some very, very interesting experiences that I'm really excited to share. So catch you next Thursday, everybody. Until then, go out there and execute your vision. Have a great rest of your day.